0: Recording. i'm, record,
1: I'm,
2: record, I'm record,
0: recording i'm recording i'm recording recording we do that's how we're just starting <laughs> this huh hey everybody welcome to star kids spotlight star, kids star, this- kids, star <laughs> kids star kids
2: star kids star kids spotlight there we go that works how we doing everybody it's another episode of star Kids spotlight episode 11 right
0: Yes. Eleven. This is episode eleven.
2: Eleven. Eleven episodes. And it, we're gonna be talking about the musical, the guy who didn't like musicals. I'm random bystander here.
3: I'm the
1: Wash.
3: I'm Anyume.
1: <laughs> I had I was gonna start by saying uh and I'm Stu and Layton and all of them. <laughs> but I only remember those two. I forgot
3: the rest. <laughs> and Mark and
2: chat. <laughs> the That's... phone rings. I start the podcast. <laughs> so, and so yes, as, you can... as you've heard, we have our yeah. wonderful guest, Anayume, returning for a third time. Great to have you back again, as always. We want. Absolutely. Thank you. It's, it was... it's good to be back. It's great to have you back. The reason we all chimed in this one is because this is a unique thing, episode. Usually. Whenever we would do these Starkid episodes, at least one of us has seen it ahead of time. Like, I've seen it in my childhood. Ana may seen it in her childhood or uh, later in life. And Wash and Kirby fan would be the ones who haven't seen it. But this time, this was the musical that all of us have not seen before, like, a week ago or so from now. Or some of us even earlier today, because I think, Ana Yume, you, you watched it last night and then this morning, right? Yes, I did. Nice. And when did you two watch yeah.
3: it? I
4: uh, watched it. Earlier than that.
1: Um, <laughs> I think the day after you did. It was either the day after or the day after. I feel like, oh, I re- it was actually the day after you did, because I remember I finished it, and then a couple minutes later I got this pounding headache, and I remember thinking Ooh. that I was
0: going to wake up singing musicals. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh Well, I watched it Saturday night, and I was gonna do, I was gonna split it in half like I always do, but they forgot to put in the Act 2 card. Yeah! So I was like, well, I guess I'm watching this tonight. I mean, if, honestly. There's there's an obvious point where there's supposed to be like an intermission, but they didn't put the card in, and I was already too deep in. I wonder if they did (laughs) that as a trick to get us to all watch the musical at once. (laughs) I, I, I doubt it. They saw into the future. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he can gaze into the future. No, this isn't that so, Raven. Anyway, um, so I usually, um, this was my first time watching the musical as well. Um, I watched it. I was the earliest. I watched it literally Thursday. Um, yeah, we'll do Thursday. And I, I watched it. I was, I, I didn't watch it at all. I've seen Black Friday before. I've seen. The guy who didn't like musicals, like, way before they were connected. And we'll get into that story when that we do that episode. But mm. I just never saw the guy who didn't like musicals because I thought it was just going to be like, okay, it's Star kid it's, it's going to do, like, probably, like, what? A Groundhog Day thing where a guy wakes up and he's in a musical and everything's like, and he hates <laughs> it, and that's going to be the whole joke? Groundhog Day? Pass. No, you know, where you just like trapped in a musical universe and kind of just like the,
0: you're, you're, Groundhog Day is a time loop, dude. Well, this is a musical
2: loop. I don't know. I just didn't expect anything. I <laughs> didn't think I, like, okay. I didn't okay. think I, for some reason I didn't think I would like it. And then I liked Black <laughs> Friday and I knew they were connected in one way, shape, or form. I was like, Oh, I should watch the guy who didn't like musicals. Never did. Just just didn't. Just didn't. And I was originally gonna watch it before we started Star Kid Spotlight, but I was like, no. Let's all go into this one blind and see what happens. So I watched it Thursday, I listened to the cast album, and I watched it again, Act One last night and act two this morning.
0: So I've seen it As- twice
2: already.
3: Nice.
0: And and we should add, like we mentioned this in the in the in the last episode, but we had a we were discussing at the end of the twirl to Oregon. We were just talking to four of us and then Yumi mentioned that she hadn't seen it yet, and so we thought well shit, we might as well have a guest who's also completely blind, so yeah. this is a very fun experience mm-hmm.
2: I'm I'm super excited for this, but as far as I know, that's all our history with this musical unless there's anything else you guys want to mention
1: um, um, I- quick, thing, quick thing on my end I obviously hadn't seen it before now but when we were other than Starship, but External factors, random bystander here. Uh, that one aside, uh, this is the one that caught my eye the first before like I, I looked through the list. And this is the one initially, you know, then we you know, got to, like trailed to Oregon, it was just like whatever. But this is the one that uh, I was looking forward to the most at first. And that is because I think random knows this. I don't know about the other two, but I'm actually, I know how weird this is going to sound considering we're doing Star Kid. I do not like musicals. Um, most musicals I find are just an excuse for, uh, people to write songs and buy songs. It's mostly just people saying things they could say in a normal sentence. And that's just kind of <laughs> like the whole thing. I remember I saw Les Miz and I had that complaint and everybody's response was, well, that's just what musicals are. And I was like, all right, well, I don't like musicals. <laughs> then I started watching the Star Kid ones and it's like, all right, these are, these these, these are my kind of musical, right? Where there's a lot of talking, but there's also a lot of song integrated because song can be a better way to express yourself sometimes but at other times it's speaking and i mean star kid i mean a lot of people like star kid but as far as theater goes you know it's just kind of like that internet thing so maybe maybe that's why you know the less super attached to theater it is the more expressive they can be i don't know but by the standard quote-unquote definition of a musical i actually don't like them so when i saw this was a title uh, a play literally called the guy
0: who didn't like musicals, I was, I was interested. It's definitely an odd, like, premise, especially for a, for a company that is extremely known for musicals. The very first show was literally called A Very Potter Musical. So, this, They've, come full uh, circle. Seven... I mean, they've, they've gotten tired of their own art. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we can, we can talk a lot about that. Um... The, the only thing I can really add is that um, I have seen uh, this is very clearly a, a parody in Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I just so happened to have seen because of because of a high school class. Uh, so it was, it was uh, fun to see those like tiny references. But yeah, aside from that, it was just like a, a musical company making an anti-musical musical. And we'll talk all about that.
2: Uh, An- Anayume, is there anything you wanted to mention as well?
3: Um, I mean, I like I said, I came into this blind. I, I was never, like, super drawn to to this. Like, I didn't, there was nothing that was like, oh, I, I really want to watch this kind of thing. Maybe it's, maybe the title. I don't know what it was. It just didn't grab me. I also didn't have a great experience with Firebringer when I saw that. So I was like, I don't really know what Stark is up to these days. And, well, now I've finally seen it. <laughs>
1: All right. Now we're all on the same page.
3: Yeah.
2: And now let's start with the plot synopsis. Who would want it? Who wants to do it? I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> thank you.
2: <laughs> all right. You're the one who's seen it twice. So Yes, that's true. <laughs> yes. Um, the musical is, st- is about Paul, who very uh, upfront does not like musicals. He would literally do anything and go sit in a theater and watch people perform musicals. And he lives in the town of Hatchetfield where he works as a job, doesn't really know what he wants in life, and he's like, has a crush on a barista, Emma, played by Lauren Lopez. In Hatchetfield, there is a meteor that comes down crashing on the Starlight Theater, and it turns everyone into these aliens that turn people into musical obsessed and performing uh monstrosities where everyone will just <laughs> sing and dance in real life and this freaks out paul eventually things get out of control as the musicals start to infect everyone and everyone is becoming a musical and literally it's up to paul emma and his friends to find safety and get out of hatchet field and live another day
1: and to live another day
3: Yeah. (laughs) Also, I feel like friends is almost a loose word, except for maybe the best, you know, what was his name? Bill. Everyone else is sort of just like his coworker. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was basically like, uh, well, okay. Okay. In fairness, Ted thought they were good friends.
3: Oh, Ted. Oh, Ted. Oh, Ted. Oh, Ted.
1: Oh,
2: Ted. Um, (laughs) oh, I have a lot to say about this, but where should we start?
1: Um. Um but what were we talking about with Firebringer? Well, I mean we just started with the characters anyway, so I guess we should just start with the characters. Um yeah,
2: I mean we could start with like um Paul, who very interesting, is a leading role who doesn't sing that much in a musical, which no. is very different. It is very different. Not just from Starkid, uh, but like in musicals in general. Yeah. Well,
0: we did have and, that with we did have that with Annie. We don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Uh-huh. At least people sang in this musical. <laughs> yeah,
1: in this musical title, the guy who didn't like musical.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so this is a uh, debut performance by uh, John Madison. Um, and, and honestly, I thought I when I, I have my notes of all the uh, the the actor list, and when I got the two confused because they both sound like like boring names. I'm but like, huh? yeah. They they sound like boring names. They sound like a, a the name you'd give to a boring character, but sorry, John Madison, but Paul Matthews. So his whole thing is that he's like boring, that and, and becomes a uh, accidental hero in the in the thick of it, um, and he's he's okay. He's
2: I mean, like the whole thing is like. He's the he's the one who just will not sing and dance in this world where yeah, everybody's he's, infected.
0: He he's the he's just kind of like an audience surrogate because there's a lot of like there's a lot of different personalities going uh, uh surrounding him and he just he's a blank slate and that's the point that he yeah. that he doesn't have. In fact, like when when they were saying like what do you want and he's like I don't want anything and it's like. It was very clear that was going to that was going to uh, be a major uh, payoff later on especially when we see that he has a crush on Emma. Yeah. Uh, uh Lauren Lopez. We'll get to her. Oh. We'll get my to her. God. Don't don't do it. We'll get the um, we'll get the But yeah, so but, my uh,
1: my two cents on Paul is that there are even even with the blank slate there there's two kinds of main characters. There's retroactive and there's proactive. A proactive character would be something like Bug from Starship. Uh, but a retro, well, it's a, a character Reactive. that reacts to everything. Yeah. That's Paul. So the strength of the character really relies on both the writing and the reactions. And in that regard, I think they did a good job. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Some, I, I, my, probably the, potentially the, okay, second biggest laugh of the whole thing uh, was when he finds out that the world is turning into a musical and he goes to get the coffee. Emma walks out <laughs> singing and he just starts screaming.
3: No! no! You oh. you Yeah, it's like, fantastic.
2: What? She's
1: like, what are you doing? Fun
2: fact. Remember how I mentioned uh, on Firebringer that there was a TikTok of, I don't really want to do the work today. Um, <laughs> get, there was a TikTok for that scene. Uh, and it was like a sound used multiple times. And I'm like, I don't know where this is from. But I've got a feeling it's from that one musical I didn't see, and so when I finally heard, I was like, "That's where it's from." And I'm, and before when, so I was like dying laughing that whole time though. But I was like, "Oh, that's where it's from."
0: So I, I, I get having TikToks, but I don't want to do the work today because that is just a universal feeling. But why that scene for TikTok? I I think it's just because it was funny. funny. I don't know. It
1: was just good timing. (laughs) Like, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from, but it's like, I don't, I also don't pretend to understand TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I honestly thought of Paul was so fun. That was like my, one of my favorite moments of the whole show was, mm-hmm. well, it, it's definitely in the reactions. Like, yeah. He's like, he, for sure. You can see him like behind the scenes when everyone's doing La-Di-Da-Da-Day. He's just like bug-eyed, Staring yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or or the scene, I, I don't remember the character's name. I'm just gonna call him Jeff Bloom. When Jeff Bloom calls him into his office and they have that whole number. Oh god. Oh god. I, I love the-
0: Mr. Davidson. Yes,
2: Mr. Davidson. I love how like they me. make fun of the,
1: the I want
2: song.
0: Yeah, that that that's another thing. They they are so many uh jabs at musicals, and you can tell that this is this is coming from a place of love. Like yeah, I, I yes. Oh yeah. Like, like I, I, I we'll jump I, I know I'm jumping ahead but like one of the one of the biggest laughs for me was um, uh, uh, Paul uh use uh Emma and Ted and it said, "Oh my god. Okay, we got to get going." And and Laura said, "Should I take this chair?" And it's like, "Yeah, go to I'll I'll take this one and then Ted to I'll go get the piano." Yeah, <laughs> and he yeah. runs
3: off at the piano. That's really great.
0: <laughs> they do scene transition just inexplicably.
2: Oh, I love how they Mangle the scene transitions because, like, I'm jumping <laughs> further here, but in the end, when like the meteor explodes, you just see everyone reacting, and then you just see Joey Richter go near next to the meteor and push it off stage while having yeah. that face.
1: <laughs> oh, it was so <laughs>
2: funny! It was so funny.
1: Um, I really, I really appreciate that. Like, this isn't, I mean, I know I just said before that I wasn't crazy about musicals myself, but this isn't something that is. It's doing this to musicals just be- out of this place of anger and spite. It's legitimately mm-hmm. doing it out of like I love musicals. They're kind of dumb. Let's poke fun at it. <laughs> they are dumb. The, like the more some... you love something the more you got you admit that it's flawed, we'll say. <laughs> absolutely. And, and I... only when you have an appreciation for stuff like that can you get a product like this. Yeah.
0: It it, it also like the the premise for this works a lot. that, that like spoilers that, that the whole thing is a hive mind uh like that that is perfect for something like musical because there's even like the the joke from uh uh from rocker's modern life where it's like how's how did you know all the words did you rehearse <laughs> like, they, they literally poke they, fun about that with yeah the, they literally uh, poke fun about that my favorite like poke that actually works really well in story is at the very end but i i'm not going to discuss that just yet is there anything I else? Want, we- I wanted
1: to vote a good like 15, 20 minutes today.
0: <laughs> is yeah. there anything else we want to say about Paul? Um, Anya. You-
3: um. Well, yeah. I didn't say anything yet. Yes,
0: I was wanting to make
1: sure we. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. The floor is yours.
3: I just have a just a small statement. Really. I mean, I think they they nailed the writing for the uninteresting guy. But I also really liked. You know, he he had some interesting. You know. He was very quick you know with his quips and like the things he he says yeah i know you're saying he's good at reacting to things so i thought i thought it was very funny for someone who was written to be an uninteresting guy i also in particular like um i think it's after the like la da day number where he just like walks around the stage in a circle. He's like okay okay okay, <laughs> okay. yeah that, that killed me oh
4: <laughs> You can walking into
1: the office still going okay you could feel yeah. the anxiety, like, <laughs> off of him immediately. I was, I was yeah. kind of hoping just, again, like, this, this I'm not going to complain about the actor doing a good job. I guess this is kind of more of a writing thing, but with how good he was at selling just how, like, uncom- not annoyed, but specifically uncomfortable musicals made him, I was kind of hoping that there would kind of be something more than just, like, I saw a musical and I hated it for uh, kind of, like, a reason. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, man. There was a musical, and his parents died, and then he went into crippling debt. Like, I'm not I'm nothing stupid, but just kind of kind of a reason. That's not just I saw a musical and I hated it, just because it made him so uncomfortable. That's the only reason. And he even says at yeah. one point, "Musicals make me uncomfortable."
3: Yeah, uh. no, I didn't. I didn't like that it was attached like to like he saw the girl he as a crushing. Like I felt like I was not the best way to to frame that part of his backstory i thought it'd be a lot it'd be a lot more silly if it was like he auditioned for something and got stuck in the ensemble and then hated the experience and he hated yeah. musical sense or like his pet died the night of the opening <laughs> thing or like i don't know something awful oh, no, but, you like, know, like, I, I think they had a lot of opportunities like,
1: i auditioned for a play and i got stuck in the ensemble and it was a really a part that nobody liked Oh, I'm so sorry for <laughs> that. Yeah, and then my pet goldfish died. <laughs> like, oh, like right. Like, just kind of like that, that star kid can really be good at writing. Yeah. Know?
3: Yeah. Huge missed opportunity. I
2: think they were trying to go for a more serious moment in that scene. And I guess, but at the same time, they did a sprinkle in jokes of like, oh, yeah. fucking Timberwolves, we hate you guys. We hated
1: ourselves. And I'm just,
4: yeah. <laughs> and and, yeah. and the delivery oh, of the line,
1: like this setup is a joke too. You're the, that was the first musical I ever saw. I hated it. Like that's a joke. That's a joke. Mm-hmm. But but other other than that, I, I liked mostly no problems with
0: Paul. Yeah, I, I liked
2: his timing. Even yeah. even before the musical hijinks ensued, and uh, there was this like, oh, do you do you want to do you want to go join the some the softball company league? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want to see my There movie? was a lot of those. Like, it was, it was on the brink. It was like almost like too far yeah. with just how much especially with uh how he was tweeting uh uh which one oh bill yeah uh like oh, holy god.
2: Shit. oh god you would rather you do nothing to go see mama mia with me and my daughter <laughs> i'd rather do anything to go see mama mia
1: <laughs> sitting in a theater watching mama mia is my is my living hell i also um i
2: i there's there is some foreshadowing with paul as well and multiple oh, times. So um, oh yeah, very
1: like, good foreshadowing. Even
2: from the beginning, like when she he talks to Green Priest girls, like oh yeah, as if I could single handedly save the planet.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lightning uh, thunder strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the hammer home. Oh
2: my god, it's so good. I love. I like him. I like him a lot. I do. He's just very funny, and like I don't know, just it just made me laugh.
1: Um. Well, do we like? Emma. Oh yes, yes. Oh my God, absolutely yeah. Yeah. good, good. Um, I this... mostly asked that just to transition, but I'm glad we all had a resounding yes. Oh my God, single
0: best, single best Emma scene has got to be the the coffee shop where where <laughs> to have a <laughs> it's like it's like watching like community theater and having this one actor that is so. Bored and so it's like they 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 don't exist in their body. They're completely dissociated themselves yeah. just to get the whole thing done with. Yeah, <laughs> like she's
2: like I love the pain of her giving up in <laughs> like that whole <laughs> musical number. It's just so
0: great. And and I then just, like like to, to top it all off, like that like to go through the whole thing and then the other two like add more to it and said, wait, what's that? This? Is this a new A section? Paul, I didn't
1: think of the implication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
2: I just love how confident like sassy she is, like in this for group. sure like this might honestly be my favorite role of lauren Lopez's
1: that's that's tough it's tough, that's tough for that's me. very tough it's tough,
2: but I think it i think I'm gonna say it is
1: um it it it's up there, but. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking of like you know Taz from Starship. Of course, oh. I got to be the one to say it. The Sun from Child of Oregon. It, it's definitely they're all there, they're
3: though. all great roles. It's for sure up there. They're all
2: great roles. She's a fantastic actress. Um, mm-hmm. but like the- I don't know, just something about like even that about like the way she like delivers her lines in this. Um, even from like she's she has a great balance of comedy. From her like being telling how her friends will not shut the fuck up to like um <laughs> uh, the dance number where she's so like dead inside. To even like the serious yeah. moments where she's like with Paul talking about Paul about like their experiences in theater, her experience in theater or like that whole pep talk she gives like um to him right before the end of act one. And like near the end with the almost kissing scene.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh,
2: was, gosh. That, uh, that, that, frickin', that fricking, that, that's We'll, we'll get
1: to that. We
0: will, we that's, absolutely that's, will That's get part
2: that. of the ending, I think. Um, it's, although it's near the beginning of it.
0: The way they, they wrote this character reminded me of, uh, uh, not, not in terms of personality, uh, but mother in, uh, Trail to Oregon, where they give her a, like, really serious monologue of, like, just telling her backstory. And her backstory reminded me a lot of, uh, uh, Night in the Woods, like, a Maze character of, of just being like, perpetually stuck in a town by by just bad circumstances and just bad luck. hmm
3: yeah.
2: yeah, and I think we've all related to that in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just, like, feeling stuck and, like, being compared by our siblings and then being like, well, shit, I need to make something of myself. I'm gonna do it now. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it, she really nailed this one for me. She really, really did. Also, she only sings in the opening. That's it.
1: Yeah, it's or mostly her.
2: Actually, she doesn't like musicals either. <laughs> oh, and like of course, the coffee scene as well. but that's about it.
0: it like well, yeah. it, it was clear that it was clear, especially like when you when you're wrapping up that because that song comes back as a reprisal, and for, at least from the way that fit in, that seemed a lot like it was essentially the uh, uh, immediate rest where you ha- where you start with everybody waiting for Paul to show up to defeat them uh and and blow up the media uh and and just like taunting with the uh taunting him about how much he doesn't like musicals um but the fact that uh, that Emma is there does kind of confuse it um, I don't know if,
2: if I have a theory for that actually but um we'll we'll have to talk about the ending for that so it, we'll, we'll wait um because if you think about the opening it's there's some dark there's some dark implications so
0: you got to think about I, the I know where you're going with that. I know where you're going with that, but but the the, the thing is that, that like there's a line in there where it says, here he comes and he doesn't show up. Well, that's the joke. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's the thing that he didn't like musicals yet. So it wouldn't have been at the ending. Well, that's is the, what I'm saying. That was just more just a joke, like a throwaway joke. I'm not I don't know. Yeah. Um. I I don't know that that one confused me a bit, but it it, it works for comedy premise. Yeah. At least. It was it was for the sake of the joke. There, there's a lot. There's a lot to say with the ending. Yeah. yeah. Again, we'll, we'll we'll hold. Yeah. On I
2: don't more. know. Um. Okay. Uh. Um. One thing I do before we those are the two main characters, and while I like want to continue on with the characters, I do want to mention something else. Um. Uh, Aniyume, have you ever seen the Cornetto trilogy?
0: <laughs> I know where this is going um, <laughs> yep.
2: there's um uh, it's it's um Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, The World's End They basically
3: oh wait I know I've seen I feel like I have seen all three at some point but not enough where like my memory has really stuck to yeah. them
2: at one point it's like all those movies have like one thing in common in my eyes is that you think it's going one way and then around the 30 minute mark things drastically turn And it turns into like something completely different. I think Mm -hmm. this musical did that literally at the 30 minute mark. I checked because that's for me. That 30 minute mark was when drop of poison coffee happened.
1: I mean, I mean, you say that, but there's a literally a point where they're watching the news and the news people say, all you have to do is stay inside and you'll avoid the plot of the movie. <laughs> and that's literally Shaun of the Dead. There are, I, got, oh, yeah. I got a lot of Shaun of the Dead vibes from this. Yeah. There was
0: Shaun of the Dead. There was definitely a lot of, only because it, it was also taken for Body Snatchers, uh, um, The World's End. Um, especially one particular like scene would like, where, where suddenly there, it seems like they have completely new powers, but I'll talk about that later. Uh, but, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: I, I, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah,
0: I'm, yeah, but we'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll get to
1: that.
2: The hand gesture, right?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. The hand gesture.
2: But yeah, I would just like I just like, cause, and and for someone who was like who thought they knew where this is going, like oh, just gonna be about how, um, Paul has to live in a world with musicals now, and like oh, Paul's just overreacting about how bad it is because he's just having it, just really makes him uncomfortable. <laughs> no, the, it, you do have a reason to be worried. People are it's literally taking over humans so that they sing and people are dying <laughs> they are being and, transformed into aliens this is dark it is going to be darker than you thought it was and i'm like oh this
0: caught me off guard and i was like that was cool and <laughs> and, and and similar to uh to, to world's end there's also that but what if it's not where, where you have the the a professor who will get to just suddenly oh, we'll like to him. <laughs> turn the whole thing on its head? Yeah, that's like no, actually, this is a good thing for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> well, No, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> aliens
2: will not win, um, or should not win. But we'll get to that. Um, to so that I just wanted to mention that about the plot, and it's like I also like um how. I love the stylized choice of like no one, other than the exception of one character, if someone sings, they are the antagonist. They yep. are the musical zombie. Yeah.
1: If, yeah. And they, the, they use that to their advantage a lot.
2: They do. And yeah. Um. And it's so, and it kind of makes it that like, if you think about it, every musical in the song is a villain song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, this game. And I'm sure I'm gonna lose like I'm gonna lose like half the audience as soon as I mention this. But uh, this gave me this reminded me of Rick and Morty the the episode Total Recall where I they, just watched
1: that episode the other day.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Where where, where, where they uh they, they have they're doing the clip show joke, but they turn the clip show into an antagonist where like having memories corrupts the whole thing, and this is the. Ah. This feels so similar to that, where it's taken the concept of musicals. In fact, I think there's actually a Buffy uh, episode uh, once more with feelings. I think it's called. I never watched it, but I know it's a very similar thing, where the, for the the entire town gets infected with this, uh, where all of them have to be singing uh, at uh, b- uh, against their will. Um, again, I haven't seen it, so I don't know w- what happens in it, but it's. I, I like that. I like that a lot for for a s sci-fi horror premise.
1: Yeah. I like that a lot for a musical. Yes. <laughs> like, a- yo, we are here to celebrate music. Except if you're singing music, you're an alien and you're long gone.
2: Yeah, you're long <laughs> gone and you're going to take other and you're gonna try and kill other people with you. So like every time I heard a song, I was like, This is good, but I'm feeling anxious. What the hell's gonna happen now? <laughs>
0: Especially the ending,
1: <laughs> it gave me, it gave me, it gave me Big Sean of the Dead vibes. How you never really knew if anybody was going to be a zombie or not.
0: And oh, then, like, oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They even it's make a so joke many. about that
2: with like um one character where they, where I will just say this: sing the beginning of Moana.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. Oh God,
1: and then we'll, they all sing we'll it. To that. And uh, 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 I guess moving on with the characters then, um. Uh, we we could talk about Ted next. Joey you know,
2: Richter. Joey Richter plays a jerk, but it's like really done well. <laughs> so
1: I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It's
0: so funny. <laughs> it was so. Is so funny. Let, I, I wanted to mention this earlier, but it's a huge. I mean, first off, like so many, so many lines from him are just hysterical. Uh because he's such a perfect scumbag. Yeah.
2: Actually, no, no, no. He's a sleaze ball. That's an upgrade.
0: Oh, that, okay, That's he's a Sleaze ball. You don't want to go for an asshole. Go for a sleaze ball. <laughs> but, 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 like the the, the, the when, when, we we mentioned uh, like a uh, pogon. Okay, okay. And He comes back to work and he talks about like it's like it's, it's like everybody outside just started singing and it's like, it's so like a flash mob. Yeah, yeah. So did you to record it with your phone? And like, no, you fucking useless Paul. No, it's not. It doesn't sound like he just does. He just stops, and then
1: he's like, "Then what was the point?"
2: <laughs> There's so many times where he just like, even from the beginning, when he just first goes to beanies, like, "Hey, you going to beanies?" Uh, yeah. You didn't invite me. Uh, do you want to come? No, no, it's no, fine. No,
1: no, it's fine. And just the
2: passive-aggressive pettiness when when, mixed... when
1: he's talking to Paul about Emma, <laughs> and he's talking, you know, the barista at the coffee store, and he does the freaking Borat, my wife. <laughs> oh, god, I didn't get that at I, first. I don't. I don't. Like it's one of those things where it's like this really isn't that funny. Why am I laughing? It's because it's Joey Richter. <laughs> it's because it's Joey Richter. I know. <laughs> uh,
3: he was also, I think, referring to Zoe. Not Emma. Yeah, because I love well,
1: yeah. as a latte. What, okay, one day. of them talking about Zoe. One of them talking about Emma. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: you bought the wrong coffee. Fun fact: <laughs> If you go to the Star Kid wiki page and go through everyone's bio, someone edited at the end of almost all of them. This person, like this cast member, is the latte hate.
0: Go ahead. I saw that and I didn't understand that at all. Neither did I until this. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, you wouldn't have gotten that either. No, but like, look at it. Look it up. It's like if you go to the Starky <laughs> yeah, wiki, I, 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 it'll it, say everyone. Even for the like the candy lady from senior year, got <laughs> set, like she was the latte latte.
2: <laughs> I think the joke is like no one really knows who it is that, or like, or, but yeah, they were referring to Zoe, um, which was I guess. Which was also the person who played Zoe. Um, I think once we get to like the more on general ensemble roles, we'll just refer to them as like um, the actors
0: because Mariah Mariah uh, Rose Faith. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Mariah's Rose Faith, who was who actually um, wound up to be Regina George in the um, Mean Girls Broadway. Oh, yeah, she was originally going to be in Black Friday, but spoilers: she's not because of of Mean Girls. oh wow okay aren't you meme girls mean not meme i, I, I... said
1: mean <laughs> i thought you said meme girls i can't I, I
0: as much as i want to pretend to get mad at you i can't
1: believe you <laughs>
0: um, can't... Has... oh okay well if you said uh, uh ensemble then yeah we can we can get to that
2: um no no really. i mean there's still more characters and i think there's still more to say about um uh ted uh because especially with the, I said I'm
1: a better person that doesn't mean I'm a
2: good person oh my god <laughs> I love how he's a ball through and through even when he says he's gonna be better and it's just, right and at the same time he's written well and honestly has a point at points like that whole <laughs> monologue where he's like where Bill wants to like go get his daughter and he's like listen um you're either you're either alive or you're dead in this scenario uh, and honestly, she's dead. I hate to admit, it, it.
1: It it stung to hear it, but in the end, he was
3: right. Yeah, I got
1: I got big Sean the dead vibes from I that when they, they were when they were gonna sh- uh shooting Sean's mom and um David was saying you know yeah it's not your mom and Sean's crying stop it that's my mom yeah it's stuff like that it's just like it's it's tough.
2: I want to. Yeah. I, I will talk about David next because. It's or David. no, actually no, no, not David. Um, uh, actually, like we'll talk about Bill next, but there's someone else I want to talk about beforehand who connects with Bill with uh Ted. Um, but uh, is I think is there anything else you want about Ted by himself? Uh,
0: because he's really funny. Joey Richter is a really good actor. He really is. That's <laughs> uh, fantastic comedic timing. He he's had like. Select- when was the
1: last time that Joey Richter played just like a straight up jerk, not like a jerk with an arc, like Ron?
2: I going to say, just, Ron, though.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, maybe
2: me and my dick. Um, but I don't, even then, he supposed to have an arc, but uh, it's
3: debatable. It's debatable. Debatable. But, is, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Then, like the fact that it's debatable, right? Here, he's just. I guess you could say like McDoon. I guess.
3: Oh, McDoon. Yeah. yeah. And Mc- <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess I answered my own question. But it's like and I mean, I guess also it wasn't actually a redemption, but in his eyes, there was a redemption. Here, like, even by himself, he's like, I'm better, but I'm not good. Like, there's just <laughs> no I mean, there's no redemption for him in Trail to Oregon either, but like to him and Cletus Jones, there is. Yeah. Here nobody thinks it.
2: Yeah, yeah, like we he 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 starts the play as a sleaze ball, he dies in the play as a sleaze ball. Uh. there's
0: so many there's so many like horror film trope that he, because he 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 very much fits that archetype of the of the uh, the big skeptic similar to David in uh Shaw of the Dead and there's also a point where there's like uh uh what, oh God! What's her name? Uh, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte said something like we should go to this church. It's like no, no, we're not splitting up. All of us are, are, are the. Uh, we we all go to different ch- uh, churches. I'm. Was it something like I'm a Baptist? I'm not going to be caught dead in your, uh, in, your in your Methodist in, church.
2: In like your stinky Methodist church or something. In your, your stinky, stinky United Methodist,
0: Methodist church. church.
2: <laughs> um, uh, Anna Yume, is there anything else you wanted to say about uh, Ted or Joey Richter?
3: I mean, Joey's fantastic. He did a great job with the character. It's it's definitely a well written, like, stereotypical jerk. Not a whole lot to say other than that.
2: Also, Joey Richter, I I mean I think again, it's the Starship thing where everyone with the lead role plays different characters at least once. Um, I love Joey Richter as the homeless man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh my god, yeah because I may not have a home.
3: <laughs> he was kind of putting on the, um, the ox voice. All yes! seep through. I did yop, hear yop. the ox in there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. glad <laughs> <laughs> um, to know that, uh, Joey Richter can hit those high notes now after, uh, after being the general sore guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ah! No, um,
2: right. But, um, I guess, well, originally I was going to go to Bill, but honestly, I think it's more appropriate to go to Charlotte since, her and Ted oh are a huge thing.
4: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
1: Charlotte. Okay. Uh, what did we? There's no comfortable way to talk about this, but what did we think of Charlotte? Oh, my God. Well, Poor
3: girl. I. Yes. I first kind of caught the vibe that this is going to be a darker Star Kid musical on that phone call with her husband. Oh, yeah. My yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, God. My heart. We can We're- do it
1: tomorrow. No, no. You're right. We, we should get to the
0: schedule next month. I love Jeez. you. Aw. Like, then then, when it, like right after that phone call, she, she, she puts down the phone and takes up a cigarette and starts lighting it. Yes, and, and then Paul's like. And
3: she's like trembling.
0: Yeah, why are you laughing? Why? Like, what the hell? No, like, no, because like right after it's, that, it's like, oh, I didn't even know I was doing that. And just like so dry. So, yeah. so dry. It was t- holy and, and, shit. It,
1: wait, 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 especially sold it for me. We, we went from being like, oh man, I wish Jamie Lynn Betty could get good roles to just like, like, like knockout after knockout after knockout. Her voice. Oh my yeah. God. Like, like her like her singing voice or just like her voice? No, like her trembling voice. Yeah. She's oh trying my God. to cope with the fact that she's in a dying marriage and she's with the sleaze while trying to cope with it.
2: Yeah. She, like, I literally, I mean, you see her worry about Sam during the meteor and then just you see shirtless Joey Richter being like, like, you don't need him and I'm like, "Oh. <laughs> oh, this complicates things a bit." <laughs> but you find out Sam's cheating on her too, so I mean, which is kind of obvious from the get-go cuz like oh, with the phone yeah. call.
1: Uh-huh. And you just like the whole time, you just feel so bad for her. Like like out of I, all I I really I really I really I really felt for her. I
2: I I think there's only one other character I really felt more bad for, and we'll get to him probably next, but um uh but like She's just like, you see her like trembling desperately, like when she's talking about like how Sam was like different and how he was singing in the shower. And it's a funny line in itself because in the end, he just, she's just worried about him singing. But like, yeah, she performs it so, so like passionately and so like,
3: yeah.
1: Like, like, it was, that was one of those weird things where it's like, I'm laughing at Paul. Like, him talking, he's like, this is gonna sound weird, but is this the exact song that he was singing? And it's like, that's ha-ha. <laughs> yeah,
3: that was very funny.
1: <laughs> it's it's such a good contrast. On the one hand, you're like, oh my god, this is so sad. But on the other hand, you're like, oh my god, this is so funny. Yeah.
3: Right, no, because he's like, did, was he singing la-ti-da-da? It was so well performed, that entire, like... Uh, I was, like, realizing what the plot was at that moment. I'm like, oh, this is so silly. I'm so here for it. This is great. <laughs>
1: it's, but they go so many not-silly places with, like, I mean, they go silly places. For sure. Jeff Blim is yeah. in it. They go silly places. Oh, with. yeah. But but it's like they also go so many not-silly. I was actually kind of worried, like, I mean, talking about it, I know all of us, you know, we, 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 we could talk about this. But just kind of looking into this across, like, the standard Starkid fandom, I guess, I was a little worried because this is very different. This is not Mm -hmm. your standard Starkid. I remember Random saying after senior year, things really changed. And they did, for sure. But after Annie, when the Lang brothers were just like, no more parodies, we got to start doing original stuff because parodies aren't really doing it anymore. You know, Firebringer was a bit different and it was definitely noticed. But this is like nothing they've ever done before.
2: No, not at all. And I didn't even know this was coming. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. you
2: didn't know I had no there's, idea what we were in for with this
0: um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of Craftsmanship in this script Like I, I just now realized That like the bit with the shower Is parodying that, that whole thing Where it's like at a musical Where like the whole town's singing And then it cuts to some guy in the shower Who's singing along with the song And they're just taking it from the perspective of a wife It's like, honey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it
2: frightened me Oh, and and even <laughs> so, like when um when they're in the trash cans, and they and Charlotte finds Sam, she's like trying to like bring him out of this trance and like being like, oh, "It's Sam, god. it's me."
3: Oh my god! And it's just so yeah.
2: heartbreaking
1: to hear him sing, "Show me your hands." Uh, I, 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 you could argue that everybody's, with the exceptions of Ted's, was that their deaths were very sad. But I, I definitely think Charlotte, partially because it's the first one, but also because of how it happened. I think, I think Charlotte's death had, to, that one had to hurt the most. That did hurt. Um, yeah, Charlotte, um, cause it's, it's not because she's
2: like, she, she's left alone with Ted while everyone else gets booze. Um, and then they have an, ar- they, they, ha- they start to have sex and then they're like, and then they get into an argument um and then she, he tosses her the keys and i'm like oh shit and then basically sam wakes up and does the tie me up song which is um you're tied you tied up my heart and it's just like he's just toying with her emotions and t- and like trying to like guilt her into setting him free and it's just like she's You could see the you could feel the conflict just from her performance. And you're like, no, don't do it. And and then (laughs) she's like so close to running away. But then eventually she does it and they think she's going to live happily ever after. And no, Sam literally takes the like punches her gut and takes the guts out of her body and kills her. And I'm just (laughs) like,
1: oh, no, that
2: took guts.
3: Heartbreaking, it's so hard uh-huh, I see what you did there,
1: God damn it, yes, <laughs> yeah that that quote gave me real Shaun of the Dead Vibes and that deleted scene, oh uh, uh. <laughs> but um, but
2: then you hear Jamie Lynn Beady sing, which honestly, I was like i I wanted to hear her voice because she's she's this godson she's a, singer. She's a fantastic she's a singer. singer, and it was well worth the wait because it's like the Act one finale, and she just like does um join us uh, and die. And you just see her creepy <laughs> expressions.
0: You see her with the blue intestines hanging out of her. Uh, yeah,
1: I love the touch that they were blue. They weren't red anymore. Yes. I, yeah, love I'm love. i going to
0: also, I'm going to also mention this because I feel like this is the first time this has ever happened that we see an insert shot. The, the scene, the shot where like the, where Sam punches into the, uh, and punches into her stomach. Like that's, that is very clearly something that was added in with a separate camera. That I'm pretty sure was like a handheld camera that they st- and they shot it just for that because Ooh. it doesn't look like the it did not. I think there's another one later on. I can't I can't recall it quite yet. But but it it was it it was interesting that they that they actually Expanded to make something unique for the for the 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 YouTube audience. And then she gets shot in the face. <laughs> no, oh, to get Santa face right before she squeezes like the that that one zombie from uh, Left for Dead. Just like, um. So do we uh, want? Well, we
2: do
1: got to talk before we we do have to talk about him. We we, we got to talk about Bill.
2: Yeah. Again, yeah, poor Bill. Bill. I f- I felt more bad for Bill, honestly. That, that-
1: that super mm, Shaun of the Dead, super. That broke more me. than anything else. That screamed Shaun of the Dead to me.
2: That broke me, <laughs> and it's even foreshadowed in the beginning, because like you see, there's one scene where you're like driving, where he's driving, talking to Alice, and at one point he's like talking about Red Lobster, which might have been a Trail of Oregon reference. Um, but um, oh. uh, <laughs> there was uh one point where he's like. Oh, she's vegan, Alice. You're killing me. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah.
3: Also, speaking of old show references, um, when they were talking about where Alice was, they were like, she's at the high school. She locked herself in the choir oh, yeah, I room caught and that I too. lost it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: I caught that too. And I, I mean, was like, is that a me and my dick reference?
3: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious. It was oh, a great yeah, little callback.
2: Right. Oh. I, I could like, I didn't catch that the first time. I caught that the second time. I was like oh okay uh,
3: i was also wondering as far as references goes when um higgins said godspeed to them if that was a starship reference or if it's just a you know i know people say that but like it felt just he saluted and everything i thought it was definitely a starship oh, that reference could, it
2: could with time. the
1: motion with the motion yeah i think with the
3: motion yeah. it, uh,
2: the line itself maybe not but with the motion yes i i it's probably yeah. a little bit at least um but yeah there's a lot of references sprinkled in not just to other Star Kid shows, but like you said, Shaun of the Dead to like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I haven't seen, so I'll have to take your word for it, Wash. Um, and just like so, and of course, the musicals in general. Like you said, the whole, what do you want, Paul scene is like um, a reference to the classic I want song trope, Like, yeah. um, which is in <laughs> every single a... musical. Yeah. Not even just like the Disney ones, even like mu- just, yeah. every, every, most musicals have the character who's just singing about what they want. Um, it's no, a, it's that, a it's common a very, trope. It's
0: it's it's a very it's st- standard procedure for all stories really to make sure that your characters have a, a clearly defined goal. And yeah. so that's what that's what an "I want" song accomplishes. It, yes. it's something like that, and of course this is done very sinisterly. <laughs> yeah.
2: More oh. so later, like in the beginning, it's oh, just Mister yeah. Davidson talking about um, uh, how he wants to do things with his wife
0: um <laughs> and i'm just like oh star kid that that felt very like jeff blim specifically, yeah, like specifically. Kind of oh yeah like <laughs> oh jeff you keep being you
1: he wrote the songs for this he did and um that's and i we will i guess i guess we'll talk about the songs a little later um yeah. but bill was bill was good yeah we'll um, we'll talk, we'll I mean, talk my to only bill thing with bill I have to watch it a second time, but the the Shaun of the Dead vibes were so strong. That's like all I could think about. It got it got in the way a little bit, but like I said, I'm not gonna blame him for that. I just gotta watch it again.
2: I I was I I really liked Bill. I loved, I loved Corey. I did too. I loved Corey Doris's performance. Well,
1: that 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 I could say. He's
2: honestly becoming Dennis. one of my top five favorite StarKid actors. I'm not gonna lie. He's
3: fantastic. He's, really, a, good. He's really good. So much sympathy for the character. Oh my god. Yes. I just wanted everything for him. Same
2: here. And then when it comes crush and not only yeah. like when you see it like the-, the whole scene where you're like yes, he's having divorce problems and he and he's having problems relating to his daughter from the beginning to the point where he's like refreshing yeah. a a a webpage just to get tickets for Mamma Mia just so he can mm-hmm. make t- good ties with his daughter who and you find out later in the middle and then right before act 1 ends like the whole catalyst of Act 1 is that like, hey, we need to go rescue his daughter uh, because she's locked in the choir room and, and Paul's going to help him out. Because he, it, beats, it beats seeing Mamma Mia, which great callback, by the way.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll add that there's also like some like subtle sadness to it, too, because his story is that his daughter went to see Hamilton. And he didn't know much about musicals, so he thought Mamma Mia was going to do the same thing. Yeah. And it's like, it's sad, but I get it, dude. He's trying. <laughs> he's trying.
2: And then, like, in Act 2, when they're trying to keep quiet, and Bill talks about how he basically, in his mind, thinks that he's the reason that that, that due to the fight that happened <gasps> between them, yeah. that, like, he was the reason she got off the bus to see Deb, and now she's trapped. Um, that was, that was, that was heartbreaking. And even more heartbreaking when, um, when Alice comes in and you just see the green light and you just see her look possessed and, uh, oh, my heart got broken. It did. Mm-hmm. Oh, it hurt.
0: It really hurt. Especially when, when it's like the, the, the alien that possessed, uh, Alice, like is taunting Bill with like, like, like look what you've done to me like you you now you've lost me like holy christ just add an insult to injury just oh my god a, Be- before
2: we continue on with bill real quick the m- people the like the musical hive mind they manipulate the shit out of the people in yeah, this that, was, cast. That,
1: was, that was that gave me Shaun of the dead vibes and how the aliens kind of retain the memories of what they had Wait, do you mean they <laughs> <World's laughs>
0: end. <laughs> <They're World's> end. <laughs>
1: No, Shaun of the Dead, the zombies or <laughs> zombies. Yes, not yeah. there's.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, Wait, and the, I, it
0: gave, gave, gave me those kind of, yeah. Oh, you're talking about that one scene. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, it's just like even like with Charlotte with um with 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 Bill, um, and even with uh Paul near the end, which we'll get to. It's just like they they manipulate them and get them to like and 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 toy with them and just really. Pack emotional punches to the point where even Bill says he literally cannot live without his daughter anymore, and almost <laughs> yeah. like and almost oh, he, like oh. kills himself.
0: Here's, here's a question for, for the panel: Is this Corey Doris's best performance in StarKid? He
2: he has one more. I will say that.
1: Okay,
0: so far,
3: so f- so far, I think so, maybe.
1: I love this performance, but I guess I need to see it again. But, like, just just thinking about, like, sometimes it pays to be an animal, sometimes don't. <laughs> just how much fun he has in that song. Just thinking about that, and it's like, that's, that's still my favorite of his. But oh. I, 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 I just might need to see this. Like I said, I didn't get to judge the character enough because I was too busy thinking about freaking Shaun of the Dead.
2: I just It just also hurt, like, it hurt when he was going to try and do it, and then Paul snaps him out of it. And then Paul drops the gun.
1: Yeah, okay, okay, that's actually a problem I have with this. Why did he drop the gun? Why did he just drop it on the floor right in front of the alien? Um, I think he was more focused
2: on making sure, getting the weapon away from Bill so he didn't do the unthinkable.
0: Because of but, a, because it's a horror, yeah, it's a horror film. Yeah, that too. And you have to, you have to yeah. put them in danger.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. And also,
2: also the dramatic irony of the zombie, of the musical zombie that's possessing his daughter, shooting him.
1: I mean, I mean. It hurts. It hurts. No, it's just from, like, a Paul point of view. It's like, right? When everybody's lives are in danger, he just drops the gun in front of the alien. If he, like, threw it away, he
0: just drops it. I know. Oh, I. I I did, I did want to mention I feel I I feel like they were leaning on the uh the the, the classic uh un, the unfortunate uh uh horror, horror film tr- uh, trope of uh a uh, black guy always dies first and I feel like they were leaning for that because there was a, there was a scene with the uh, uh what was it uh join us and die where it seemed like they were going to attack Bill and then I they like shoved him away and went straight to Ted instead yeah <laughs> yeah I noticed that too um, yeah, yeah. But then he died anyway. Even, even, even
1: I, the dead want, or even the aliens want Ted to be dead. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say
2: um, that made sense based on just like Ted's connection to Charlotte. In that, my too, eyes. that
1: too. That um,
2: too. Oh. But yeah, Cory Doris does a great job. And he does come back for a few more ensemble things before and after Bill as well, which oh, uh, we'll get to, which him and J- Jeff Blim come back with another character. Um, okay. yeah, let's,
1: uh, let's, let's, let's change the mood. Wait, hold on, we're, hold on, hold on, hold on,
2: hold on, hold on. Is there anything else anyone wants to say about, uh, Bill?
1: Well, we only have like 18 minutes left, so if you do, too bad. okay. Let's change the mood from sad to what the hell. <laughs> let's, let's talk about... Robert Mannion. Robert Mannion. <laughs> I forgot this guy was in Twisted, and then I was reminded and it was like some of the biggest laughs of Twisted. Um, and <laughs> I only was here and he's just like, "Oh my god." Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I only knew it. about
2: this yeah. character through fan art of an old man with like in like a brown blazer in front of a keyboard.
0: That's all I knew about him. And I thought it was I thought it was Steve Jobs at first. When I saw him at the, at the opening number, I was like, "Is that supposed to be Steve Jobs?" Or? I was god. so
2: no, it is,
0: it is <laughs> Professor, Professor Henry Hidgens. Hidgen. Hidgens,
2: yes. Um, what a man. Um,
3: Fantastic. Oh my god.
0: leaning so, so much on the, uh, uh, Chris, uh Christopher Lloyd in Back to the Future, uh, just hard on the, on, on that one, and he's fantastic. He's just so, like, bug-eyed and I'm I, 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 I glad to see that fan-turned-performer finally get, like, a, a real meaty role, especially with uh, uh, Working Boys.
2: Oh my god, the whole show-stopping number. The show Literally
3: so stop- the best number in the show. The yeah, best apartment.
1: part of the whole show. But it really
2: Without is a my doubt. favorite.
1: <laughs> and it, was, it was funny enough, but just when, just when a character who had a deeper voice all of a sudden, starts to sing with a boy band voice. It's so funny.
3: It was amazing. Oh, and
2: I don't know what's funnier. Um, I mean, it was uh, granted, um, Hidgeton's dancing around and just pitching pitch this musical <laughs> to try and get their attention is funny, but, like, Joey's Ted. reactions, Ted. though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, watching Ted just slowly get, like, into the musical to the point where you like see him not only go and like and just like dance along to it, but like even the point where like Hedges is like saying all the names on the
1: phone. They yeah, both and go. Then he gets to Chad and, Chad and you hear him go and Chad. <laughs> it's just so, so into it. good. it think he grabbed the piano at the end? Yeah, it was so, <laughs> so
2: moved. It was so like, oh god, he chewed the scenery and then spit it back out again, and to chew it like tobacco, it was just great.
0: The the hive mind created two new characters just for his musical. They they created uh Greg and uh uh Sue just for just for him, and it's all the more sinister. Like like this whole thing is not just like like song like like a song and dance distraction. Like this has like this is scary. This
1: is them, and, and you can see that in Emma. Like obviously with Ted, he's so absorbed into this. No, <laughs> I, I this I boy's th- love story. I actually checked, but, like, uh, once
2: no. the once the other people come in, Ted starts to look terrified again.
1: Well, yeah, 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 but, yeah. like, even while, like, you know, the, the funny boy band song is going on, you know, like, Emma, like, it's still tense. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you yeah. know that him singing this is bringing the aliens to them, and you can see, like, from Emma, it's like, yeah, don't forget, you know, this is still, you know, having a good laugh, but... Ugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's 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 Mr. Krabs playing the the orchestra to get the clam over. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think if there's any other moments. There's some great lines like you shot Charlotte. I shot a charlatan.
3: Yes. Oh my gosh. He's... Part of me wondered if like she was named that just for that oh, joke. Oh
1: probably. Yeah, right. Probably <laughs> a good chance. Is it like knowing well I guess he only wrote the songs maybe not but there's a good chance
2: <laughs> I, I would I would not be surprised um I just yeah and like he really is very talented he just plays the kooky bio, biology professor his joke with Alexa all the way to the end where he's just like I love how you hear just the chime to represent Alexa going yeah Alexa be quiet don't speak uh, <laughs> no I was talking to my Alexa because it went off <laughs>
1: I mean, that's about oh to happen. Did you tell your Alexa that you love her yet?
2: Uh, No, but I told her to self-destruct. It didn't work. <laughs> 2020,
1: 2019, <laughs> no,
2: 2018. You can't even get it to blow up You piece of fucking shit.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, it's just so great. You really see how crazy he is. Um, and he introduces. The- I mean, you
1: see how crazy he is when somebody knocks on his door. He grabs a gun. Well, to be and fair, when, he he, it, when they ask, when he asks who it is and, uh, and Emma says, Hidgens, it's us. He goes, I'm not stupid.
2: I'm Hidgens. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, he just, you could tell he's having fun with the role. And I,
1: oh, I love, every, I love it.
2: Every moment he's on stage. And Robert does play, like, a few other minor roles, like, the nerdy, uh. Um, the nerdy like coffee guy like I have very low blood sugar.
3: He was waiting for his hot cocoa.
2: <laughs> and other a few other roles too, but like this is his role. This is this is what he is known for in Star Kid fans.
1: <laughs> sorry, I'm
4: sorry. I have very low
3: I had um a lot of empathy for Emma during all those uh beanies scenes oh, as yeah. someone who's worked with the public yeah. in customer service oh, before. No, My yeah. goodness. Did you ever like work yeah.
2: did anyone ever like work in a singing coffee shop or anything like that?
3: No, thank God. I mean I worked in a music store, which is like people want to know what do you play a lot? So oh, it's similar. Okay. I, had to, I
1: had to sing at Home Depot one day, I remember that. Like the what do you think home depot is singing why yeah uh, yeah
3: i gotta be honest like i know this is not star kid related but literally i walk into a home depot and i feel myself start to-, to like shrivel up from the inside of boredom <laughs>
1: <laughs> I-, I have a different experience of just wanting to run out but that's only because i've worked there
3: <laughs> oh no <laughs> When I was a kid, my, my parents used to be like, if you misbehave, we're going to make you come to Home Depot with us while we walk <laughs> no, around and look for stuff. I and mean, no. me and my brother would scream. <laughs> the ultimate punishment. Oh, my God.
2: You, you, you hate Home Depot just as much as Paul hates musical stuff.
3: Um, yes
0: that's the way to yes
3: connect
2: but it you all know together. what you
0: have a, you at least have a good backstory we
3: have- <laughs> oh thank yes. you i appreciate that hey for
2: all we know paul's mom could be like hey if you misbehave we're gonna teach we're gonna get you to see mama mia no
3: <laughs> um see even that would have been a better backstory. yeah the actual one it would have been yes.
2: um Jeez. uh quick note because i want to talk about the ending um, the main, everyone's ensemble, but like the most ensemble of the ensemble would be Jeff Blim and Mariah Rose yeah. Faith. Both do, are incredible in everything they are in. I'm just, yeah. just going to say that like Jeff Blim is the person who sings the most in this musical. Shocker, he wrote the music, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's, lo- every single one he's just like doing that falsetto and like, and just like having I, fun. I, I,
1: I know I said this already, but I love that song when he brings in Paul to the office. Yes, oh, it's Davidson. so funny! It's it so takes
3: fun. such a harsh left turn. It's so I funny. I love.
1: Uh, you could hear somebody in the audience going like, "Ah!" when he's when he's calling his wife and he starts crying because he can't remember what he's going to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so. Funny. Like it's actually, the audience enhanced that one. Just the person yeah, going, "Oh!"
3: and just like yeah. seeing Jeff's
1: sad face.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Also, the camera work in this music is really face. good. I love oh, his face fantastic. so much. Oh it's just, I, was, I was very impressed with Mariah. Beautiful singing. Oh my Mariah. god!
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, she's really good. Here's another here's another like great like jab at musicals is the theater kid because she works at the, at the Beanies and, and uh she's just she she's just like 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 uh, uh Emma's doing all the work and and uh uh Melissa uh No as, uh 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 Zoe Zoe, Zoe 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 is in the back and and, and Emma's like why aren't you working and I said I'm on a voice wrap. What? I'm on a voice rat. God damn it. I get, now I got to get some some tea with honey.
3: That was really <laughs> oh,
0: funny. <I've> been, it's <laughs> funny, honey but honey
1: I've tea. Been. Tea. Uh yeah, the, the honey lemon tea. Perfect for your throat. Yeah, I've been there.
3: I've been I have the one you about it. <laughs> yes you
1: did. You did Kirby. <laughs> like I felt I felt so validated when she said that. I'm like that's me. That's oh. the character I relate. Not not Paul. That's the character I relate to. <laughs> I say two. I say two words. I have to down a gallon of honey lemon tea. <laughs> oh my god!
2: Another callback too. When like uh in the scene right before the meteor strikes, and it's just Zoe's like, and then and and Emma's like, hey Zoe, do you need a ride? I don't want to crash with you at all. Pass. And then later on in the helicopter, we see them like Emma and Paul in the helicopter, and guess who's piloting it? Zoe. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: And there's one role I want to bring before we talk about the ending, uh, and it's a role by Jeff Blim, and that is the role of General McNamara. Um, uh, okay, is that an okay. iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> Get a watch! Wear a I, watch! I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm make... precious and it deserves its own device, or something like that.
3: <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, that was a brilliant line. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: especially,
0: <laughs> I love that line because I freaking hate iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I'm going to say is, I, I'm just especially because he mentioned the acronym P-E-P-I-P. This guy shows up later, doesn't he?
2: I will neither confirm nor deny. That means uh,
0: yes. <laughs> um, re- yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is Weird, weird. He's he's a very interesting
2: character, um, and uh, I just was like, oh, and I just love like how like it's Jeff Blim being Jeff Blimmy, but at the same time, (laughs) it's like really, it's like this classic like weird character in a play who you don't who has a mysterious past, who you don't know what's fully about them, but they're in charge and they're, I guess, on your side. Maybe my favorite joke is like he he. Uh, Paul's telling him about Emma, and then he's like, "Well, in this case," and points a gun at him, and he's like, "What? I am. I'm advising you to use my firearm." <laughs> 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 oh, it just does such a good job. It's such a. It's not even that big of a role. Like it's mentioned in, uh, like he he has that C He's short scene where he knocks out Paul, and then he has a short scene with Paul, and then he sings and make. America is great again. There we go.
0: Uh, oh, God. That one, with, that one was on the same level of the, um, to start the America song in, uh, a, uh, a, a Holy Musical The American Batman. Way in Holy Musical yeah. Batman. American Boy. Way. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I think like, this one fits better, though. Um... Especially, like, the, the timing of this one. <laughs> because, like, yeah, right I, I, I still
1: really like the American Way. I just don't like it being in Holy Musical Batman. This one, oh, this okay. one fits a lot better. Oh yeah, they hey, knew no. what they were
2: doing. Like with the American yeah. Way, I'm not sure if they had anything, any message to send. With this one, they knew exactly what they were doing.
3: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um,
0: uh, I, I, I know we, I, we keep mentioning Jim Carrey with with uh, uh, Jeff Blim, but last night I watched uh, the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, and Jim Carrey in that, and. I was feeling a lot of that just sort of extra that he, that he always had. I love I lo- Jeff Williams' jaw
1: movement. <laughs> yeah.
3: I was just gonna say that there's like that moment where he specifically moves his jaw yeah, with every syllable he and says right. and I, it, re- it really felt very Jim Carrey. It was so
2: Jim Carrey.
1: All right. We've got about five minutes left. Let's talk about the ending. We gotta,
2: first off, the kiss, the quote unquote kissing scene was a great fake <laughs> out. Oh my God. Like, cause you think yeah. you're just gonna kiss and then uh, and then Emma just coughs blood on him, and it's just I just oh, I god. literally I literally I literally flinched. I was just like, oh, god. Same,
3: and especially because I'm like. I'm the love story girl. Like I love romance, eerie ir- romance. Not that kind of romance, but you know, the safe kind of romance. Yeah. But um I was, you know, I was really kind of hoping for that payoff, but also it was too funny to say that it ruined it or anything.
1: This, she's like, all right, all right, we'll kiss we'll kiss now, and he's like, No. No. <laughs>
3: yeah. You,
0: <laughs> you see, you see, uh, very potent musical, this is how you make a weird, awkward make out work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Um, but then, after that, like um, Paul Don't heads to the to, meteor, yeah. and all of his friends are there: um, Bill, Ted, uh, Emma's boss. They're all there, um, and and uh, his bo- and his actual boss too. And they start to sing "Let It Out," which is like where they're tempting him to join the side. And then you hear the unthinkable: Paul singing. Uh, yes, uh, I, I literally went. Okay. <gasps> I literally gasped. I was. Everybody like, can did, I also even point Paul. Out, yeah, <laughs> I
3: I read this. I was looking at the comments at the end. I didn't want to look too far because again, I haven't seen Black Friday yet. I don't want to be spoiled. Um, but I saw somebody made this really interesting observation. Um, when they're when they're singing about, uh, like paul's a coming he's a coming and it kind of sounds like if you listen that it's saying paul's succumbing and that's a oh, very very cool pl- yep. like foreshadowing device oh,
2: mm-hmm. without a doubt Ooh. oh
1: it's so good it's the script is written so goddamn well um I, the the big part of the ending yeah uh, we'll get like we'll we'll rush
2: to it he he does the song he's tempted to sing he throws the nuclear grenade it cuts to like a week later or something and you see emma in the hospital and she's like, I got a new name, got a new identity because of Peep. And she's going to get her pot farm, which she wanted. And then she's like, you're going to wait for a Mr. Somebody something. And then all comes out. Everyone's excited. You hear something clapping from the audience. Emma's excited. And then he you hear music them. and you hear him sing and everything goes downhill.
3: Yeah, my heart shattered in that moment. I'm not going to lie.
2: I, at first I laughed and I was like, <laughs> wait. Like, Oh no!
1: Oh! Oh no! Oh no! I
3: Once I saw how many minutes were left, I was like, "Ah, shit."
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, two, two, two. Thi- uh, one little thing, one big thing. Uh, one love that shot at the end when he says, apotheosis is yes! upon us," and yes. it's like it's like a point of view shot of them like lunging to Emma and her trying to get away. Love that shot. Was not expecting to see a shot like that. Aww. Two, I think that. That ending, more than anything else, completely signifies this is not the star kid that we quote unquote grew up with. <laughs> no. This is a very different star kid that is willing to go completely new places and they are not afraid.
2: No, Every not at Every
1: ending up to this point has... You, you, Random says this, There's that, that theater ending where everything is too conveniently wrapped up in a nice little bow. Like, that's what... Every ending was up to this point, and now yeah. just to have it be like you have that ending, we're dangling it right in front of you. Psych! It, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense to end it any other way. And they still managed to fit in like this big thing at the end where everybody's doing the bowing, and <laughs> and Emma's like, yes. "Give me your phone, I need someone to help." Why are you laughing? Help Why me! Why are you plotting? Yeah! The, oh and my god! Dragging yeah. her off stage, she's oh. screaming. Oh. Oh, my like, god. oh my god!
2: That's why I think this is Lauren's best role because, like, she is acting her heart out e- until the very end. She doesn't even get mm-hmm. a chance to bow. She's screaming for help. And yeah. just
0: like, like, like the, and just take that classic musical trope of having a finale song with all these different reprisals. Oh, and, and literally every so single so one of them is taunting you. They're, they're mocking you for daring to think you could possibly defeat this uh, hive this mind. It's so upsetting to watch in the best way. Oh, it's broke me so bad. But I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> this has no I, exactly. Like if they had gone with like a, like a happier ending, it wouldn't have been satisfying. Genuinely. Like with something like this, you had to end it this way.
2: Like I was, like, I was ready for the happy ending, but like, <laughs> I like this better. <laughs> it's tragic, but like it fits the tone of the whole show. Yeah. So
1: yeah. this is the point where I would say, speaking of happy endings, the timer. However, because Anayume didn't get to say very much, uh, we won't extend the timer, but feel free to say your piece on the ending and then we'll get to final thoughts.
3: Oh, no, I mean, gosh, I think you guys sort of covered it, to be honest. I, I'm just sitting here agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I love it. I mean the last song in particular I just think it was just so well done you guys are saying with the reprisals and on it's just one big taunting piece and I'm definitely the kind of person who likes to use entertainment as an escapism and I prefer things to be tied up in a bow but I do agree with like there there was really no other way I think I I I like the way that it ended despite it not being like my ideal usual way to see things end very very well done
0: <laughs>
1: and the very song good. being called inevitable. Oh. Oh. oh, my God. Okay, okay. Oh. Final thoughts, final thoughts.
2: Final, final thoughts. Like to go
3: first.
1: Oh. Oh,
2: yeah. oh, oh, God. Um, Yeah, uh, Anayume, would you like to go first?
3: Sure. Um, Definitely. It's funny. I, I want to go and immediately watch Black Friday when we're done talking so that I can see more into this interesting little universe that they've started to create. Um, I think that they did a great job writing the characters, al- although some seem like stereotypical in the way they were written. I, I don't know. I, I think that everything was really well acted and th- the story kept you on, on your toes in, in a way. You, you weren't really sure how it was going to end. And as, as we could see, you know, we expected it to be wrapped up, but it quite wasn't. I don't know. I just I want to see more from this from this universe. And I'm excited to see what Black Friday is all about.
2: Nice. Um, yeah. How would you out of all the musicals we talked about, how would you rank this one?
3: Oh, boy. That, that's just a
1: little tough because she's only seen it once. Yeah. Like, Starship yeah, is Starship. I've only seen it
3: once. Yeah. It's, uh, and the other ones have such nostalgic value for me. I like, get it. Yeah. gosh. It
2: doesn't have to be, <laughs> so like, an official ranking. Just, like, as of now, where would you put it?
3: I mean, based on the three we talked about, I don't, I don't think I could put it above Oregon because I just love it so much. And Starship will always be my number one StarKid musical. I'm gonna have to put it at three of those three, but I'm just not by any means saying that it's bad. Oh, of or course, I didn't like of it. course.
1: It's no, like if you're no. replacing them on a tier list, this would still go in like the A tier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes,
2: as long as yes. it's better than Annie, that's all I care about in your
1: eyes. Annie. And... It absolutely
3: is. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> There's no concern about that.
2: Ah, uh, excellent.
0: Alright, which one of you two is going first? Okay. Uh yes, I enjoyed this a lot. Uh it, it didn't go to the heist of uh I, I agree it didn't go to the heist of uh, um Oregon the trail to Oregon. Uh I'm gonna go on my sci-fi soapbox. Uh, this is the biggest nitpick. But I thought that the 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 aliens uh like how the aliens worked was really inconsistent. Like the, uh, we, we, you mentioned earlier that, like, uh, they, they did the, um, uh, the, the world's end thing with the hand, the, the, the light hand. Um, but then also they, like, put slime in people's, uh, that made people drink slime. But also they just, like, really rip their stomachs off for some reason. And that turns them into, in, in, into zombie, uh, aliens. Well, it, 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 it kills it, them pretty much. It, I guess, uh, I mean, if that's the case, then you can just like go to the cemetery and just like bring up bring a bunch of people back to life. But anyway, uh, that the, it it felt inconsistent and fine. <laughs> like I said, this is the biggest nitpick, and I know it's for comedy premises, but dang it! Like, I, I, aside from that, like, there's so much about like this sci-fi, the sci-fi. Like I said, the sci-fi horror of it that I just love to see, especially uh just taking the the basic structure and the basic tropes of a musical and corrupting every single one of them. Especially the finale. Like that was that was generally like I feel awful <laughs> after watching that, but it's so good. <laughs> uh yeah, I definitely strong marks on this. Um and Paul was Paul was good. Uh, the, the, perform- the performer was fantastic And I can't wait to uh, I, I really hope that he uh, uh, Comes by for the next uh, musical Because especially with ha- with when, he, when he becomes corrupted It's very clear that like oh he's got Quite a lot going for him um, So I'll just have to, to Wait and see Do
2: you want me to tell you or do you want me to keep it a surprise uh,
0: We'll keep it a surprise Oh keep it a surprise. One, final, one final thing uh, I found this out uh, from, from my uh, research that Nick Lang was an understudies for Lauren, and there was some nice where Nick Lang was playing Emma's role, which means on some nice, Paul was gay. And on some...
3: <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs>
0: oh, it was great. I, I, the, the, you can find, like, clips uh, on, like, Instagram of the performances, but it, it's too bad we'll never see the light yeah, of day. Yeah, even, also, like- It's fine, because uh, Laura Laura Lopez is wonderful.
1: Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, Kirby. All right, so, uh, first thing that I want to bring up before I forget, um, I don't remember if he's ever said this on camera or not, but Random uh, has told us that this is a trilogy. I'm very curious to know where the trilogy is going to go from here, but also that the third film is called The Nerdy Prudes Must Die, and none of us were very keen on the title. After seeing this... I am very keen on that title (laughs) because they literally title drop it. So I'm very, again, it just makes me even more curious than I was before. Uh, But as for the play itself, I am a big fan of it. There are some things about it that I, I don't even want to say like, I wish they were handled differently. Just, you know, I'm not super thrilled with, but the the fact that it gave me so many Shaun of the Dead vibes is just so good to me because I love that movie so much. And this is a fantastic play. I not 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 to say that I think of it in the same light of Firebringer. They're very different, but similar to Firebringer as far as placing it in my first impressions ranking goes, it definitely falls into a similar spot. There's this giant mess of a mesh pit of starship, Firebringer, twisted and guy who didn't like musicals. Where I think I have an idea of how I would rank them, but I don't actually know until I rewatch them. It could go any order. Starship could be fifth, and that thought upsets me. (laughs) But I and me. (laughs) 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 It's as I I mean, like I said, useless letter ranking. You know, I gave Firebringer an A minus. I gave Starship an A minus. This gets an A minus. Not that that means anything, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Super curious about Black Friday. I have no idea where they can take this, but I'm, I'm interested. And <laughs> at this point, at this point, you know, I've gone into enough Starship, uh, Star Kid productions nervously, and I've been pleasantly surprised to just be like, uh, wherever you're going to take me, Lang Brothers, I, I am there, especially if Jeff Blim is writing the songs. Uh, yes, <laughs> which I believe he is. He is. He is. I know that much. He's such a good songwriter. I don't want to talk about this too much, but it's like, Trail to Oregon, love to death. I love the songs to death. They're all generally pretty goofy. There are serious, like, gut-buster songs in this one, and it's like, Jeff Blim wrote this. That's yeah. crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah. We didn't talk <laughs> about the songs
0: much, but all of, I don't have a complaint with
2: any single one of them.
0: And, and it's like Yeah, they're the, very good. The gut, and the gut-busting songs are written like half-sarcastically from the villain's perspective, too. Which just makes it so, like, juicy to analyze
1: and stuff. Um, I, I think people have... there's I know there's one song that people have a problem with. I'm pretty sure it's actually the song that Bill's daughter sings. Some people have a problem with it. But, oh, yeah, Not Your Seed. Yeah, yeah, that oh. one. People, yeah, people have a problem with that one, but I disagree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I disagree as well, yeah.
3: The only very small gripe I had with any of the songs... I wish I remembered exactly which one it was. Uh, I think it might have been joint, when they were telling them to join them. Uh, join us and die. Yeah, there was just a very small reliance on the curse words being the comedy, and that's, that's my only complaint. Uh-huh. There's a minimal of that, not nearly as much as Firebringer, but, you know, there's a little bit of that in this, and that's probably my only complaint.
0: There's that, definitely been a big problem uh, lately with, with the... There was a lot in, in Firebringer, I don't remember if we mentioned it, but, yeah, that they rely a lot on somebody cursing to be funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Star Kids was... long time
1: Star Kids been doing that. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I really like I, I that's part of the reason why I thought Starship was such a breath of fresh air cuz that one didn't rely on it at all. Whereas pretty much yeah. like every other thing that they've done has yeah. to some degree kind of used swearing as a crutch.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't even, yeah. even trail to Oregon and that hurts cuz I love that I love it so much. But you know mm-hmm. what? I <laughs> think at least Jeff Blim like shoehorned in a, a sacked performance, which he didn't that's, do here. So that, it true, sucks. Right. It it's sucks. <laughs> that's why we missed the sacks. Also,
3: one last thing. I'm pretty sure if you look on YouTube, somebody did a Firebringer, but every time they say fuck, it speeds up. And my God, <laughs> that exists. So now you know. I'm, we're
2: going to have to watch that later. Um, <laughs>
3: I'll find it for you. Oh, thank you. Um... <laughs>
2: Okay, it's my turn now, isn't it? Um, yes. hmm. When I started StarKid Spotlight, I was pretty confident that, like, Starship would be the top. Um, <laughs> I was super confident. Like, okay, I'm going to rewatch these, but honestly, nothing is going to change. I don't care what that guy, the guy who didn't like musicals has. Originally, I thought that it was going to end, if anything, it was going to end between a competition of Starship and Twisted. Then I thought it was going to be a competition between. Starship and Trail to Oregon. Now <laughs> the competition is Starship and the Guy who didn't Like musicals. Um <laughs> it's I really, really like this one so much. Uh like I, when I finished it, I did not sleep because I was just thinking about the ending and everything the first time I saw it, and I would just like, I was binge watching I've been binge listening to the the set, uh, cast album and just like really taking it all in. I just and then that's why I watched it again because I was like I really I I need to I need what is it Uh, what would I just need to again (laughs) (laughs) um and I I love the characters I love the I love the plot I love the idea that every musical number means danger and technically every Mm. song is a villain song and um I just I love the characters I loved. I really enjoyed Paul I love Lauren in this one again my favorite role of hers maybe my favorite favorite role of uh, Corey Doris as well because he just did so good everyone did so good I love the songs I love how dark and edgy it is but at the same time it's it doesn't feel forced it's still goofy but it can still have its serious moments and work just well and I'm just like and I love how it, it makes fun of musicals with love. And, oh, it's going to be so hard to rank them. Peat for now. Yeah, and, and, this, ma-
1: and this is like kind of the crazy thing. I hate, to, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like the crazy thing too is that it's like, you know, this one's so fresh on your mind. Um, for all any of us know, you could rewatch Twisted and something could get rekindled with it. And you'd be like, oh, that's my number one. Or you'll listen to Wash and I talk about Trail to Oregon enough to be like, oh, Oops, what Tur- is that one? Like, you K- don't know.
2: Kirby and I were talking about this, and I think Anayume can agree. Whenever we see tier lists of top Star Kid musicals, it's so different for everybody. Uh-huh. Everybody has like a mm-hmm. different list.
1: Every time, every time I watch a hot takes video, I'm just like, all right, it's going to be nothing but people trashing on Trail to Oregon. That's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because some I- people love that musical, some people hate it. Some people love uh very Po uh, the Very Power series. some people don't, and that's okay. um I'm stalling. I'm really stalling with my rankings um it's this is yeah, I've seen it twice, but um i'm gonna have probably have to see it a third time i wanna i'm gonna okay. have to see it a third time to really decide, but as of now, starship and this musical are tied
3: oh wow yeah it's
2: that close like. I'll know like when we do the finale of this podcast and we rank it. And right now, if I really had to rank them, I think Starship would win based on nostalgia alone. But like I need to watch them both back to back. So I we started naming my list from the bottom up, but I'll do it really quickly. From the bottom up, me and my dick, Annie, the Very Potter musical, Holy Musical Batman, a Very Potter sequel, A Very Potter senior year, Firebringer, Twisted. To Oregon Starship slash that guy who didn't like musicals with Starship oh. having a small win for now but it's all based on nostalgia um so yeah this might—I I might have been wrong with thinking Starship would win <laughs> which I still love I still love Starship I, I thought you said deck. Twisted was your favorite yeah original I don't remember anymore <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought I mean, so too. Maybe maybe after you saw Twisted, you said no, it was Starship. I don't remember. I think so. I know. I know for a fact when we got to Twisted, you said coming into this that it was your favorite, and I felt betrayed because I thought it was Starship. <laughs> I said it
2: was my favorite at one point, and then it just flip flop between the two. That's, and, okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Okay. Now with ranking done, it's time for the ultimate moment: gets Spotlight, where we each pick a member of the show and say which one was our favorite performance and why. And if one person chooses them, we can't choose them. Ana Yume, you'll go first, and then either oh, Kirby or Wash, <laughs> and then I. So who is, Ana Yume, who is your Star Kid spotlight of the show?
3: Oh, there's so many I want to pick. I know. <laughs> you can do what Wash <laughs> does and
1: go through a bunch of honorable mentions and then pick one. Yeah.
3: Oh, I mean no, I don't want to do that, especially first, because then there's gonna be no one left. For no, you guys no, like to talk uh, about. if you
1: do an honorable mention, we could still pick the honorable
2: mention. Like you just like this person was great, but my pick is this I, I'm person. Just,
1: I'm just making fun of why. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm I'm gonna hand it to uh, Lauren for for me. Yeah. Just because it's it's nice to see her play a a normal character for for <laughs> once. I guess you could say. Um, Sort of hearing what her voice is normally and, you know, playing someone closer to her own age and and all. Gosh, I I mean, specifically when she is doing the forced performance in the coffee shop, I think is when I was like, oh my god, Lauren. She just... I think, Random, what you were saying earlier is that she's 100% committed to character from beginning to end of the show, and it's just absolutely incredible. She There's not one moment where it even looks like she's going to crack a smile because it's so silly and funny. She's just, like, 100% in it and it, believable, and I just adore her to pieces. She's such a treasure.
2: Good choice. Very good choice.
0: I, I'm thinking, like, like Random, like, he said, yeah, that's a good choice, and then it's like, God damn it, she picked mine! No, I, I have... S-
2: I have so many people I want to pick. So, C-
3: can I give an honorable mention? Oh yeah, go ahead. If that's okay. Go ahead. I just want to shout out Mariah because I was just encapsulated by every one of her performances yeah. and she just did such a great job. Yes. Beautiful voice.
2: Beautiful. Absolutely. You go just, Regina George.
3: Just beautiful all around inside out she's just great. Yes. <laughs> all
2: <laughs> it's, right, it's, which one of you two wants to fight to the death to pick one next? <laughs> uh how about
0: uh Kirby, you go on ahead.
1: Okay. Uh real quick, um this is not as an actor, but I I brought this up very briefly. I just want to say again, as a songwriter, I mad respect for Jeff Blim. The fact that he can write songs yes. that are so funny, and or so sad is not and easy. even it's intense not easy. too, and or intense. It's it's not easy. And I I, I prefer the songs to Trail to Oregon overall. But going from when it's like pretty much like oh very silly very fun some intensity, some seriousness, but mostly just like, we're here to have a good time to this. Not to say that one is better or worse than the other, just that they're very different. And the fact that he did that, not easy, but for oh. my actor, um, might surprise Randall and watch. Cause I value, you know, comedy over a lot of other things, but I'm actually going, I'm not going to pick, uh, boy band voice. I am going to pick Jamie Lynn Betty. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had a I, feeling you would pick her because. Do you want to say why? I mean, I think I think I, I think I said it best when I brought her up. I said, "Is there a comfortable way that we can talk about this?" <laughs> <laughs> and that that's just it. Is that she does, she's she's so so good. She's so good.
2: I before we continue, I remember one of the hot takes being can we please give Jamie Lynn Betty a lead role? And I'm like, yes,
1: I, I saw this one hot take and we can talk about it later if you guys want, but it was specifically <laughs> like more Jamie Lynn Betty, less Jeff Blim. I was like, Ooh, Ooh mm. that's hot. That is hot. That is a yes. hot take.
2: And your turn. Wash. Who are you going to okay. pick? I have two choices. So and I have a feeling you're going to pick one of them.
0: Well, I guess, I guess like similar to the to, uh, to Kirby fan, I could go for the obvious, but instead of going for the obvious, like uh, funny, I'm going to go for, because I didn't really get to answer my own co- uh, co- question. This is uh, Corey Doris' best performance. Like,
1: mm-hmm. holy yeah.
0: God, could, like just so much. This, this, we met, We talked about it. This this stomach so sadness. This the stomach of like, oh, he's trying. It, it 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 breaks your heart so badly, and he it's, especially when, when like like after the uh, not your seed. When, when he's like he's on the, the brink of suicide. Like oh my god, it it pains me to see, and and then he shows up later as stew. <laughs> <laughs> and It's like no, don't. <laughs> and then he shows up
2: later as like in the end as Bill, and is like oh no,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it it pains me to see so badly, but I yeah. It's shout out obviously to Joey Richter for for having some of the funniest lines in the whole damn thing. Just oh my god, we we I I. The the when when Charlotte is, is is said oh, my husband said she was gonna uh come come uh back and 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 Tyler's like he didn't show up so I've heard I, I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love Joey Richter. Oh, he's so, so great. good. Just so good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that that that's it for me.
2: All right. Um. So with I will give a shout out to Joey Richter as well because he was hilarious and really a good asshole in this one like really <laughs> well job shout out to Jeff Blim because he is he did so many great parts shout out to everyone you mentioned and the whole cast but if you aren't gonna go for the obvious one I'm gonna go for the working boy
4: oh. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Mannion
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, was, I was this close to giving him the Star Kids spotlight and twisted but like no I gotta give it to Jim Pavolo this one's no question. <laughs> like, like I, I, I
1: would have, I was close too. Yeah, you were. Like, I was, I would have
2: been more. I'm really glad you went with the serious picks because one, they both deserved it, and Lauren deserved it. But like, I wanted Robert. <laughs> I,
3: wanted, I wanted. It was hard not to pick him. It was so very. Good. He's, he's
2: so, good. so good. So good. This is his role. This is. Oh yeah. This is. This is a role he has made for himself and the fa- he's a, obviously a fan favorite. Showstopping number is arguably one of the best StarKid songs ever.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, Agreed.
2: Yeah. I I will I arguably one of the best. And he just is so over the top, so over dramatic, so like great Scott. Like trying <laughs> to be like Oh, uh, it's just I it just I i i love it i love it i want i i just i i want more of him i just i'm just he just leaves me
0: speechless i want uh fun fact you say you say you want more fun fact uh one of the stress goals for the next musical was no that, no for black uh,
2: friday it was for black so, friday
0: it, it was for black no no that's what i said for next for the next musical um uh one of the stress goals was we're going to make a short film of working boys and they were getting ready to shoot it. And then COVID pandemic, happened. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we were that close to seeing the actual uh the actual working boys and and Stu and Greg and, and Mark <laughs> and, and, and Martin, Martin and, and Chad Martin. <laughs>
2: It's <laughs> chad. Oh my god. It's oh so good. So and good. it makes me so pissed that COVID ruined the third install like made the third installment of the trilogy delayed, and we don't know what's gonna happen with it. But that's for later when next time we'll be talking about Black Friday, which I'm a lot more excited for now because I'll actually maybe get everything this time. Because I saw this Black Friday before this, and I, there were some things I did not get, or some things that are like didn't register with me. Like, whoa, this is more important than it actually is. Um, That's all I'll say. Um, but until then, uh, first off, I want to thank our lovely guest, Anayume, once more for coming in for this impromptu episode of Starkid Spotlight. And where can people find your magnificent voice and talents?
3: Oh gosh! Thank you for having me. I love talking about StarKid. <laughs> Any excuse to rewatch or watch for the first time. I am. I'm am happy to do. People can find me across the internet at if you're looking for me. It's anayume, Yume. A-N-A-Y-U-M-E. Um, on Twitch, on D Live, on TikTok, and on all the other socials. I am Anna Yume music on the Instagrams, on the tweeters. <laughs> if you want to find me sharing my thoughts.
2: Nice, excellent go follower. Go check her out. You won't regret it. And watch, where can people find our podcast information?
0: Uh, Just Google us. If you like what you listen to, (laughs) then go check out our Twitter page, uh, at WRK Podcast. Uh we also have a YouTube channel where we post all the podcast episodes, uh, uh WRK in progress, or you can also look up Pixar Perspective on on YouTube or Stark Spotlight, as, as it just found out. That uh, we're also uh, showing up uh in the results there. Um and uh uh you can listen to all of our other uh, podcasts on YouTube or on our uh uh simplecast page, wrk.sipplecast dot com. Yes. Good night.
2: Thank you. Yes, good night. I'm random bystander here. I am
0: the watch underscore.
1: I'm Greg. And Steve. And
3: Stu. And Mark. And Layton, And Chad. I'm the working girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good night, everybody. See you next episode. A show-stopping podcast. A beautiful show-stopping podcast.